All right, it is rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Four Boys, episode 41, the Dirk Nowitzki episode. Hey. Player Alec is a big fan. If you are watching on the YouTube, which millions of you are, we appreciate it. You'll see we've got a returning guest, Mr. Jake Schaefer, accountant extraordinaire, Big Ten expert. We thought about having Drew as our guest, but we wanted the episode to be interesting. So we had a second guy. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show. Thank hey, you. What- Thank you for, for having me back. Um, I will say, although I'm not the best guest, obviously that's true. Um, I've seen the numbers. I know that my, my episode has the most views of all time. Oh, shit. So um, <laughs> although I'm not highly favored, I bring in the the clicks damn is that actually true that's a uh, that's big time i'm gonna check <laughs> this is clickbait for you folks right now apparently jake's face is uh, getting us more views people don't I just made that up but that. i think yeah. it's i think it's got to be accurate yeah, it's up there nfts and plan b was the episode <laughs> so. <laughs> hey well you know what it's funny that this is episode number 41 aka dirk's you know episode and our boy jake is actually in dallas and Jake and I, you know, a few months ago, watched a Mavs game, man. This couldn't have been planned better. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? I mean, we don't need to revisit all of that. But, like, going to a Mavs game, are you guys, you know, four locos beforehand? Like, how uh, – are you getting sloppy? Are you hanging out with Cuban? Like, what, what's all that looking like? Well, before that, we were at, like, a law firm half hour drinking. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, one thing I want to touch on from a past episode is Alec was saying that he stayed at like the Holiday Inn or whatever when he was in uh, Dallas. He was at the nicest hotel wow. in Dallas. <laughs> I, I bet, I've been to the Ritz-Carlton pool here. Yeah. The hotel you were at was nicer than that. Holy it's called Hotel Zaza. Mr. Kelsey here. He's wearing a button up today as well. Yeah. God. Always cr- coming at me for being rich. Look at this shit. Yeah, God. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Nothing like that, folks. I, you know, just come from a modest end, you know, humble beginnings, folks. That's all. Yeah. Uh, from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, that was a special game for us because we were part of the the red carpet, right? Red carpet club, the diamond. What was it called? The diamond club? I don't know. <laughs> actually, actually, I didn't tell you this, but I don't know if you read this, but on that same game day at the same night, apparently at that club, um, a girl, like a, like a teenage girl was abducted. Do you read that? No. Yeah. So apparently she was like, got, she got into like tra- sex trafficking or something. They drove her up to Oklahoma. And I don't know how she got separated from her dad because apparently the dad and her went to the game. Um, but, yeah, she was in Oklahoma, and they found her, like, two weeks later in some, like, trafficking ring. Um, so, and that was the same day, and we were at the club where apparently this poor female, this poor girl was abducted. Yeah. Well, that took a turn. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing the, the dad had money line blazers, and they are down 30 and a half. <laughs> Gonna make a little sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I get yeah. cash back? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks later, buyer's remorse. I was looking at the Blazers' uh, summer league roster though, and three of their starters from that game started summer league last night. 
Is our boy CJ Ellaby on the team? No, he's not. But your yeah, boy Brandon Williams, Greg Brown, and somebody else. Brandon Williams, I thought was actually good. I wanted they were like they weren't playing Brandon Williams. I thought he was actually pretty good. They were yeah, tanking he, he's solid. so bad. He's solid. <laughs> they were tanking. Dude, I saw that uh, Sharp had a rough one. Was that yesterday? Shaden Sharp picked for the Blazers. Shot like one of six. Um, we'll never pick a good player. Dude, what do you care? You guys are getting KD. That's true. Yeah, Jake, what are your thoughts? I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but, you know, Dame tweeted the photo with KD. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. It was a Photoshop. It was Dame in his jersey. Jamie, put it on. Let me see if I pull it up for you guys. KD and the Photoshopped Blazers jersey on KD. Dame posted this to his story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Do they have the cap space or – I don't know that they have the, have the pieces to, they'd have to make to the trade. The farm to, yeah, they they trade. They would have to trade Anthony Simons or whatever. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Just paid Anthony. Yeah, you got it, Simons. This guy they paid apparently twenty five million a year, mm-hmm. who has played one good season, if that, and that was when everyone else was injured. Um, X Dame, <laughs> and then Nurkic and a bunch of other first round picks. But yeah, I will say about the Blazers though. You guys are giving uh, Jeremy Grant a lot of hate. He, he's actually a, a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, he was on the Nuggets two years ago when they in the bubble, yeah. and he played really well. Yeah, and I think the Nuggets offered him like seventeen million a year, but the Pistons threw him like twenty some million a year, yeah. and he just went there and shot all the time. He just put up stats. Yeah, but he was a really good player for the Nuggets, and I think. I think the reason they gave up nothing for him is because his contract is so big mm-hmm. that they're just taking on that contract for the Pistons. Yeah. But he's pretty solid. Hey, did you see that trade offer from Minnesota to for to the Nets for KD? Carl oh. Anthony Towns and four first round picks. Sorry, the, um, yeah. Did you guys see that? No. I don't know who offered who, but apparently that was in the talks, and one of them said no. Um, I I don't know if, if I'm the if I'm the Timberwolves I I would make that deal right. You get KD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Cat's not that good. But although you did sign Cat to like basically a five year extension, so now you have him for six more years. Eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all like they're all irrelevant teams. Like all I see in the NBA now is the Warriors and the Blazers for uh, you know best teams in the league. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, I like Boston and Denver in the championship next year. Ooh. I think, wow. I think Denver, both those teams course. are locked in for the next five years. As long as Michael Porter Jr. stays healthy, Jamal Murray stays healthy, yeah. they're both going to be pretty dang good. And Denver signed a, KCP, so they finally have some defense on the, on the wing. What are you talking champion. about KCP? As if KCP is doing anything, changing. Hey, hey that's a champion. All they, all they need is three and D. Because they had Will Barton before, and he was he could put buckets up, but you don't need points when you have Murray, uh, Porter, and and Jokic. So yeah, KCP. I'm pretty high on the Nuggets this year. KCP, the secret sauce to the 2020 Lakers championship. Exactly. That was that played well. (laughs) We got DeAndre Jordan too. He's he's got another year left. 
Oh, he has no years. He has <laughs> negative years left. He should have been out of the league like three years ago. I when the Nets signed him to that three-year, thirty-million-dollar deal, that's when he should have retired. Like that made no sense. Calling, um, yeah, um, dude. But I'm actually excited to see what Philly does with James Harden. I know they've been trying to like hammer out some contract nego- you know, contract extension, but it's been taking a while. So I'm guessing it's going to be like less than the max. Um, in just like a few years, what do you think? I wouldn't pay him fifteen million dollars, dude. Yeah. Come on, I hate James Harden. Yeah, he's Wait, so he's tough so- to watch. He's never gonna win. Jake, we talked about Get this rid of him. show months back, but like, you're Philly. You have Ben Simmons, who's not playing. Your hands are kind of tied. You're like, sure, we'll get this fat guy who likes strip clubs uh, to come play for our team, but. Right. There was some article where they said that signing Harden would be the worst decision they make as a franchise. Bobby Marks said made that. Fultz, but, like, someone said that. And, uh, yeah, you're just kind of <laughs> signing up for mediocrity where you've got a, a dude who likes mediocrity. You, you guys are pretending like the guy's, like, 40. The guy's, like, 32, 33. You still could play – like, Chris Paul right now is, like, 39, right? Or 38, but at Chris least. Paul cares. <laughs> Yeah, this guy could kind of care, I guess. I don't know. Like, he cares about his stats. He's too busy hanging out with Lil Baby at uh, <laughs> whatever fashion shows there are. I don't know. I feel like Daryl Morey is going to get a good contract at, at going. And I think – I don't know. I think James Harden could definitely – I wouldn't be shocked if you guys tell me next year he's averaging 30 points a game. Okay. I wouldn't be shocked. Okay, so he's averaging 30. Are they, you know, like they lose in the first round? Like what, you know. How Him, all right. What, I mean, he's putting 30 and B's putting 30. Maxie's putting 20. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's I, think they're, I think they're the closest team to a championship, to be honest. I just think that their coach, I don't like their coach particularly. I don't like Doc. Um, when you say know. closest, what do you mean? I just think they have all like. Like they're pieces. the best like, team? I think on, on paper, their team has the most talent. I, I think that. But I just I, – no, I think they do because, like, they have – okay, Tyrese Maxey is their point. I think Maxey is terrific. I think Harden um, – I don't know. Like, minus last year. I don't know what happened last year. He was, it was kind of a weird year for him. You know, half the year he was with the Nets, and he didn't like Kyrie. And the other half, he was trying to get, like, acclimated to Philly – um, you know, especially him being like, you know, the second, the third guy. Um, I feel like, you know, maybe this summer with a full like summer break where he gets to learn the playbook. I don't know. And then you got I love I love Thibault. I think he's a great wing defender, three and D guy. I think he's better than KCP. Good and then I think too. Thibault had great vlogs in the bubble twenty twenty. Yeah. He was filming himself. <laughs> So you need a content guy for sure. I think I think yeah. Boston and, and Denver are the most talented teams for sure. I think really? Boston, all that Boston needed last year was a real point guard, and they picked up Malcolm Brogdon a couple. Brogdon weeks ago. can't stay. Brogdon can't stay healthy though. If he does, yeah. if he does, I think if both it. those teams stay healthy, I think then they're both going to be pretty nasty. You let Pritchard grow into the role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't you don't like the Philly team. I mean, they have everything. They have like offense. They have defense. They and they got like a superstar who's hungry, like really hungry for a chip. Like I don't think anyone's hungrier than Embiid for a chip right now. I don't I don't think so. I mean, Giannis used to be that guy, but 
after he won his chip. I'd say Giannis is still feasting. I mean, they didn't have Middleton. I feel like they're good. And then they have the best player in the league, right, in Connaughton. Is he still on the <laughs> I thought they tra- – no, no, they still have him. Yeah. They still have him. Okay, if they still have him, then what are we talking about? I mean, I'd still take Miami over Philly with Oladipo coming back. He had a good playoff. <sighs> I think they're – I think Miami's a better, better team. playoff team. I think Miami's just a better team, but I think yeah. Philly has the better – set of players and I think Philly just needs some I just they need a better coach I just these guys aren't meshing with each other I don't like how Doc Rivers like you know he's talking shit about Ben Simmons last season and then this season he was talking shit about James Harden I don't know it's not working um it's not working with these like you know millennials or whatever these guys they, they need their like I don't know I don't know I think they I think they need a better I think they need one of those young coaches. Like they tried Brett Brown, that didn't work. They tried the old guy, Doc Rivers, that didn't work. I think they need their, their own like Will Hardy. You know what I'm talking about? Like their own Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Or you get Sean McVay to cross over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean McVay. Yeah. Dude, that guy does a pod every freaking week. When does he have the time? Sean McVay? He had his own podcast and he's always like a guest on someone else's podcast. We should get him on. Wow, he's he's like the Draymond of the NFL. Yeah, fuck Draymond, by the way. Yeah, I mean his podcast though, big hit. He would just record. They would lose a game. He would hop on the volume or whatever it's called. Be like, man, I fucked up or whatever. It was, uh, it's good content. Dude, yeah, the volume by Colin Coward, man, that guy's printing money right now. Yeah. Yeah, Our she's comparable, but yeah, he's. Doing you think so? Well, yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Should we? I, it's fun talking about the NBA in July, but uh, should we switch to something that's going to be more relevant? Big Ten talk. Jake, you got the Iowa. Is that a poster in the back? Is that a? Oh shoot, dude! This guy is full on Iowa. Yeah, a little little brick. Oh, the brick. Fake brick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are? I mean, preview. Do you know how they're looking this year? I feel like you're garbage. Old up to date on that yeah i mean the hawks i don't know how much the people want to hear about it but i can give a little quick quick preview um they don't want they don't want to hear trust me (laughs) go ahead like like every year it comes down to the quarterback defense is loaded all 11 guys on defense are going to be really good probably one of the best defensive backfields in the nation got a first team all-american middle linebacker first team all-american cornerback um they have a lot of talent on that side and they've got a few on the offensive side. They got a couple of good young receivers. Uh, the O line was an issue last year, and you you match a, a an iffy O line with a quarterback that can't move. Yeah, it's not a good situation. Um, but I think if the QB and the O line both take steps forward, then it's going to be a pretty good year. Um, we also have the first team All American punter, I believe. Um, punting is winning, as as we say at Iowa. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's the only thing they have going for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Won us 10 games last year, and I think we'll, they'll win eight or nine this year, most likely. Nice. Dude, there were games back when Oregon had their nice little run where we would punt like once or twice a game. Like it was just go for it on fourth, even if you're at your own 30, which I enjoy. That's like the Madden style of playing where you just, you're not punting, you're not doing it. Um, but that's good to hear, Jake. Are you planning on going any games this year? 
Yeah, my, my brother actually moved to Cleveland uh, this year, so I'm hoping to go to Columbus to go see go see the Hawks whack Ohio State. Um, <laughs> and then I may also be in uh, Iowa City for Iowa, Michigan, and then of course Iowa, Nebraska over Thanksgiving break. Oh my! God. So looking to make some moves this year. Yeah, dude, you're making all these trips and you can't visit us in LA. <laughs> All right, if we want to touch on that oh, right Oh, yeah. There. God, this, little, is, why, this is why we made the call. I, I forgot all about this. <laughs> this is why we were going to ambush him. And Look, ladies and gentlemen, our boy Jake, very successful, one of the youngest successful, uh, the youngest CFO of a Fortune, what is it, like 100 company but over in Dallas, Texas. And this young lad uh, can't fly over to Los Angeles to see his bros, Drew, who particularly misses him. Right, Alex? Drew always texts us. Yeah. Where's Jake? Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I want to paint the picture for the folks listening. We had a sold-out live podcast at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Had to yeah. cancel because Jake said, guys, I can't make it. And so, you know, we had to refund millions. Of, and why couldn't he make it, Alex? Uh Bags. Oh yeah, bags. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a quick ba- question there. Add on bag charges too expensive. Yeah. Why was my Why was my ticket not paid for with this sold out stadium? That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's my question. Yeah. Jamie was gonna handle that, um, but you know, we would have. We, right. By the way, we we weren't making any money on the deal. It was a whole nonprofit thing. Whatever we made, we were giving back to the kids. Isn't okay. that the case, Alex? Yeah. Yeah, sex trafficking. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, um, yeah, just to go back to reasons for not being in Los Angeles last weekend. Um, I was in Austin, Texas, I think the the week of June 11th with four former PwC. Actually, they're still all PwC LA audit people. Um, yeah, we saw that. Sorry you guys sorry. Couldn't, couldn't make the trip. No, trust me, we wouldn't go. Yeah, I, did, I didn't see who was this with. Who was in Austin? Um, if you know Stephanie Picardo, yeah, uh, yeah. Hunter yep, Hannah, one Hannah, uh, yeah, uh, Jay Park and Yen Lim. So they're all on Avery Dennison with me back yeah. in the day. Besides Hunter, um, so yeah, we went da- da- down there and did that, and then the next week I was in, or then. The week before the 4th of July, I was in Galena, Illinois for a week for a, a family reunion, which uh, was a six-day drink fest with my uncle and cousins. So I need a little reprieve <laughs> did you coming get that back to Dallas. Off? Did you get that whole week or did you have to I took Thursday and Friday off, Yeah, but I would log off work at six or whatever and just start hitting it Monday through Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah that, then i came back i was just in dallas last weekend uh you can't not be in texas on fourth of july if you live here but that's true. Yeah, yeah i just had a lot going on that's what i thought too like if we did go to la for the fourth like would we have to be a part of antifa would we have to like you know aren't you in portland like the most like anti-america like place oh no we got we got country people out here you know don't you, you have like a place in hollywood downtown. uh <laughs> don't you have a place in downtown that has like no laws or something that that's, Isn't Seattle. Like that's a, Seattle, right? Yeah, that's, oh, that's Seattle. Seattle. a whole corridor where you can just do heroin and uh, kill someone. I don't know. It's insane. But um, go oh, see. I thought that was Portland. 
No, no, we're we're quite clean here. Um, but LA, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I'm sure Alec was, uh, you know, just inside for the fourth. I, I can't imagine there's much celebration. Hey, my neighbors were uh, doing fireworks. What's the verb for fireworks? For launching a firework? Is that doing fireworks? Launching? I don't know. They were launching a firework, and then the police came and stopped. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I don't know what happened afterwards, but it was pretty nice. Yeah, there there are laws against fireworks in, in Dallas, but not enforced at all. On the 4th of July, I think I had fireworks going off till 2.40 a.m. outside my apartment. So there's there's no no cares given at all. Yeah. Oh, my God. The funniest is watching, like, a, a dog's reaction during these fireworks. They're just freaking <laughs> the fuck out. They think they're in Compton or something, and it's a shootout. Like, they don't know what's what. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And that's the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of the fourth, I think. Either that yeah. or the bratwurst. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you love those sausages. Yes, in my ass. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, any other – so, Alec, UCLA joining the Big Ten, is that correct? And you UCLA, have- USC. So, I got bad news for my boy Jake. Um, I guess UCLA, USC, they joined the West Division, right? Or does it, not, does it matter at this point? Would they, are they joining the West, Jake? Do you know? My assumption is that next – so, USC, UCLA are joining the Big Ten in 2024. Yeah. My assumption is that this is the final year of divisions. Oh, really? It's going to be just open, open platform, no divisions next year. Yeah. And then when, in 2024, it's going to depend on how many teams join. If we, if we get up to 20, 18 or 20 teams, then my assumption is that at 20 teams, you have four, four or five pods of teams, mm-hmm. little divi- like an NFL thing, like little yeah. divisions within a conference, and you play the same three teams – every year. So Iowa would play Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Minnesota every single year. Mm. And then you have six games against random teams in the rest of the conference. But there, are not, there will not be two divisions going forward. Oh, uh, that would make sense. Well, that's – well, I hope uh, just for your sake, USC isn't in the same conference as Iowa because, uh, dude, I got news for you, man. USC is going to be spanking your boys. I – you guys have had years of easy to no competition going up against one and eight teams like Northwestern and who knows, you know, Illinois. Those days are over, man. We got Lincoln Riley over with us. Can, can you look up uh, USC versus Iowa January <laughs> or de- December 31st, I think, 2018? No, that was that was a shitty. Did you coach. look that up for me? We had like an alcoholic as a coach, man. I mean, come on, <laughs> no, that was Clay that was... Helton. That wasn't Sarkeesian. Oh, Clay Helton's even worse. Fact... Yeah, you guys keep going. Are we skipping over the fact that uh, Mr. Kelsey went to UCLA and now wow. he just he's switched? He switched sides. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I go to USC law school, <laughs> dude. USC. I feel like uh, Jake. Let's put you in that sitch. Say that you know you uh, become super successful and go to Iowa State Law School. Uh, <laughs> are you changing teams? I'm not changing teams. If I go to Alabama Law School, they even have one. I'm not switching they do. to Alabama. It's actually a pretty good one. 
I'm not switching to Alabama. I'm not switching to any team. I'm loyal to my team. I think Alec is the kind of guy that's going to cheer for USC football and UCLA basketball. Yeah, he's the kind of guy. He's going to play both sides. He's the kind of guy who lives in LA but likes the Cowboys. (laughs) They're America's team. He's thinking about the Rams right now, taking a hard look. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Cowboys are America's team. Look. Um, I, I love UCLA, but you know what, man? UCLA, the football stadium was not on our campus. It was not the same as other schools. The football stadium for UCLA, for all the folks at home, is actually 20 miles away, and you would have to take, like, a whole freaking bus to go there, and you'd have to go, like, four hours before the game, and these games sometimes were, like, 12 p.m., and you'd have to go at, like, 8 a.m., load up on the bus, and no one will, I don't know. It wasn't as a huge thing for us. Obviously, basketball was because we had this really nice stadium, Poly Pavilion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's why, like, you know, at USC, um, from just from my experience at the law school, it's kind of crazy because the whole campus is just one big tailgate, and I'd never seen that before. I'm sure your other schools are, are like that, right, at Oregon or Iowa? Yeah, it's all right there. Yeah. yeah. Alex and I actually went to a USC game. Oregon. I think in 20, 2019, I will say the Oregon fans that we sat with were probably 10% of the stadium, but 90% of the noise. USC <laughs> fans are absolutely terrible. I know. Yeah. They don't care. We were, we were just wearing good that time, man. But trust me, right now we got a good coach. Um, we got a good team. We're, we're kind of into it. We're into it now. I'm telling you, we just didn't have a good coach, Clay Helton. Who's getting up for Clay Helton? I know I wasn't. Okay, let, let's just say this. I'm not worried about USC having amazing receivers, running backs, quarterback. They're going to have that. Yeah. But are they going to have the offensive line, the defense? That's, that's where these West Coast teams tend to struggle. And yeah. hey, if you're going you know to show up at, in Happy Valley, play Penn State on November 14th, are they going to be ready for that? <laughs> Look, Lincoln Riley, um, dude, he was doing pretty well with Oklahoma. He was beating you. He was beating. Uh, he was winning those snow games, wasn't he? I don't know. I guess Against actually Iowa not. State. There's not. There's very few in the Big Twelve. You've got Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, mm-hmm. which are not terribly tough opponents. Yeah. But Big Ten, you got Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, all up north. You guys just that? corn-fed linemen who are like 350 beefy could fuck you up like you, you go to the Oregon Ducks we've got like 200 pound tackle <laughs> who have arm sleeves and they want to be a receiver and yeah it's it's not good Can't yeah I'm curious if the recruiting strategy changes out west uh with this I think Chip Kelly's done a, a pretty good job of, of turning what? into more Losing, of a traditional lose- tur- Losing but he's, like, years. converted his team from where he played at or- Coach of Oregon, where it's all speed, speed, speed. Now he's got some bigger guys on the line there to where he's more, more traditional. But is that good? Because his whole thing was speed, 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 and now he's going back to the traditional, and it's not helping him, is it? Well, it comes down to talent, end of the day. Yeah. Um, why isn't he recruiting the best talent? It's UCLA. It's Westwood, California. Beverly Hills. I mean, he has the he has the locate. He has the best. What's location. the tradition at UCLA? In and out. All right, but if I'm if I'm a if I'm a young guy, if I'm 18, right, and I have the chance to go to UCLA, ranked like number 20 in the nation, just for like in terms of university, 
Brentwood, California, Beverly Hills, one of the most expensive cities in the whole wide world. I don't know. I mean, right? I mean, the university isn't a sell, though. Like, you're not even going to finish college, probably, if you're, a, you know. No, a football guy, you got three years, right? Football, you're, you're supposed to stay there for three years, and a lot of these guys, they stay for four years. Mm-hmm. Like, not the, ta- not the super talented ones. Like, the O-line guys, they're going to stay the four years, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, you got a, you got a world-class education. We have world-class facilities. I mean, yeah, we don't have a tradition, but then Chip Kelly himself is a sell. Like, he was coaching Oregon. He was, you know, NFL. So, are you a UCLA fan now? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's like, oh, we're having a hard time bringing in talent. But I just don't get why. Like, and then the USC, by the way, USC has, like, come on, dude. The USC has the girls. We have the money. We have the stadium. We have the fans. Yeah. yeah I mean, cool. come on. And we're also in L.A. So, I don't get how these two teams – can't out recruit anyone in the Big Ten. No offense to Iowa, but if I got a guy, if you know, like let's say an O line guy, maybe O line, he's more like family oriented and he'll go like somewhere local and he cares more about tradition, but definitely QB, definitely wide receiver, definitely running back will be getting like the best ones, right? And, and you have then. I mean, look yeah. at the USC receivers in the NFL. A lot of really <laughs> yeah. talented guys in the NFL. They've had good quarterbacks. For yeah, a while. We haven't had a good quarterback to throw to in a while. Like, Sam Darnold maybe was our best. And he was still, like, not that great. Like, he kept yeah. on, like, fumbling. Barkley, Jackson Dart was a five-star. Slovis wasn't too bad yeah. Until, yeah, he got, I mean, until he got hurt. I don't know. I mean, um, I hope uh, Lincoln Rally turns it around. But um, – We'll see. We'll see. This year I'm excited for. I feel like this year is not like – there's not a lot of expectations this year because it takes like a year or two for a college football coach to implement his program and, you know, recruit the right players. But, hey, man, by 2024, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry for you. But, Jake, are, overall, are you a big fan of this move or not really? I would prefer to keep it at 14 how it is, how it was before. I, I kind of like playing the same teams every year and building rivalries. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not a true rival, it, you, have, you have bragging rights, whereas now it's, it's a national sport. And I don't think the Big Ten is going to stop here. Um, I think the next move is, well, they, they want to see what Notre Dame's going to do before they make another move. But if, if Notre Dame wants to come, then all of a sudden we're at 20 teams probably. Do you see them adding even more powerhouses like Bowling Green or some of these other teams that just make Dude, it? Dude, Alex is, why not Alex make it is like asking. Teams? Alex is asking because he wants Oregon to join up. And the Big Ten is like, uh, hey, maybe we'll, we'll think pack. about it. Yeah, yeah. Pack 12 where we're mediocre. I think, <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen is Notre Dame's going to join. I think the money is way too good to pass it up. Obviously, they have a huge endowment, but everybody just wants more and more and more. So I have a hard time see- seeing them turning down the Big Ten. And then the Big Ten is going to do whatever it takes to get them. So if Notre Dame wants to add more teams out West, then they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if I had to guess, Notre Dame will join, and then we will also add Stanford, Oregon, and Washington. Wow. And that will take you to 20? Yep. 
And then yeah, the other sure. options are Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. But I think those teams will end up joining the the Big Twelve. What about the Pac twelve? What happens to the Pac twelve? They join the Big Twelve. <clears throat> but like the Pac twelve as a conference is just merges with the Big Twelve. It's gone. I think so. Yeah. Really? Wow. And so the SEC right now, are do you think they're done adding or did they add Clemson? Clemson, Miami, Florida State. Those what's are all Clemson, good candidates. What's taking Clemson so long, by the way? I don't know. I mean, maybe they're waiting for changes in rules because right now they can dominate the ACC, show up in the in the playoff. Yeah. No, yeah, no doubt true. about it. Um, but I assume that those three teams and somebody else, probably North Carolina, will join SEC. And and let me ask you, why can't like these conferences, other conferences, negotiate the same amount of money as like let's say the Big Ten, like because. Like, Fox, they're only showing, like, what, two games, like, every Saturday or two or three games every Saturday, right? Right? Or no? Yeah, I'd say three games total, and probably two of them are Big Ten because they usually throw a Big 12 game on in the afternoon. So, like, why can't they get, like, a contract with CBS or something for a Saturday game or, like, Like one of the other? Yeah. Probably the Pac-12 is that everybody's sleeping during the games. Nobody, nobody's watching. Yeah. And then yeah. The ACC, ACC sucks. Yeah, so. The big, the big ten and the, and the and the SEC have the major brands: Ohio That's State, Michigan, true. Penn State, and then you got Bama, Auburn, Florida. Like. But doesn't the USC have its own like following in football? Anyways, like a huge fan base. I don't know. I think the main issue is is the time of the day. It's just not worth as much. Yeah. What about, like, Texas? Don't they have, like, a big fan base? They moved to, they moved to the SEC, right? Or no? Who is – yeah, they did. Yeah, I think Texas and Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, don't they, they already have huge fan bases? Yeah, they have massive fan bases. But they, they control the Big 12. Like, so, isn't that, isn't that good for them? Like, an easy spot in the playoffs? Like, for Oklahoma, anyways? For playoffs, years? yeah, but for money – Join up at the SEC, that TV money is going to be absolutely insane. Yeah. They'll, they'll definitely have a bigger contract, I would think. Why couldn't they get like TV money themselves just because they were dominating in, in their respective conference? Like, no one was paying up for that. Like, wouldn't CBS say, hey, every week's an Oklahoma game and we'll pay? Premium? Like, I don't get how that works. Well, I think when you play, when you have Texas versus Alabama, Texas versus Auburn, you're getting a, a national uh, audience. When That's you have true. Texas versus That's Kansas true. State, you're getting a Texas Big 12 audience. Right. When you match up these massive brands against each other, it's going to be yeah, everybody's that, tuning in. Those are must-watch games, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, are these TV contracts, like, renegotiated? Like, now that you're adding all these new teams, like, is ESPN, like, paying more for the SEC network now or is, like, Fox I think that's what's thing. triggering a lot of the timing of this. The, yeah. the Fox contract with the Big Ten, I think it ends in 2024. So there will be a uh-huh. new contract when USC and UCLA join. And uh, I, think, I think SEC's up this year, next year. So they think, I think ESPN, ABC is going to take over that, uh, that contract instead of CBS. Mm-hmm. And 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 let me ask you this: um, Oklahoma has moved to the SEC. It starts this year, right? 
No, I think it's it... 2024. Oh, that's also or 2023. Oh. I'm not sure. It's not this year. Oh shit. Okay. They they were gonna try to get out, but I guess they didn't have you as a lawyer. They couldn't <laughs> couldn't get out of the contract. Yeah. <laughs> so Texas is also stuck until 2023. Yeah, at the same time as Oklahoma. I'm not sure the exact year. Who and then but A and M. Who was the Texas team that just signed the Mannings? The Mannings um, Texas like nephew. Yeah, Nexus. So he'll be. So he'll be in the SEC, right? He'll be playing in the SEC. Yep. Yeah. Because he has one more year until he graduates. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, I don't think he's going to start as a freshman. No. They've got Fred. they've got a five star transfer from Ohio State that's going to start this year, and I think he's going to be pretty pretty solid. So it depends if he's good enough to go pro in his but, next year, I guess. But man, the Manning guy, I don't, I don't get why he's so like highly publicized. Like I'm reading about it all it's everywhere. Like Bonnie James Jr., like anyone who's, you know, the son or a relative to a legend, like they're just gonna, you know, come. Hey, but him. apparently he's good. Yeah. I know I've seen the clips. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. How does that work out? Like all these Manning. Yeah. School of Manning. I don't know. It's like, uh, didn't Tiger Woods get trained when he was like five years old? I'm sure it's the same thing with uh, the Mannings. Yeah, they're just throwing balls in the backyard when they're two. Yeah, and you just like we didn't start throwing the ball around the pigskin till I don't know, like fifth grade, middle school, and and that's why we do accounting. Yeah, don't remind us. Don't remind us, man. Um, Jake, last time you were here, uh, you and Alec, I think almost if we were all in the same room, you would have physically fought each other about this whole NFT space. Uh, is there, do you have any opinions? I know that Alec, you know, he spent like 20 grand on uh, the ape or whatever, and now that's non-existent. He's lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, do you want to do like an, I told you so, should we dedicate some time here? Uh, do you want to pitch drive back? This is really like your uh, platform for financial advice uh, or just to shame Kelsey. I can do a little bit of both here. Um, can we just get a price update on the Dirk player card and the Melania Trump eyes <laughs> NFTs? <laughs> I think we can stop there. Oh, man. Dark. No comment. <laughs> hey, Jamie, can you pull that up for us? Uh, I remember that the Melania Trump one was like one Solano, which was like $174. And I believe and the purchase 30, price, 38 So one Solano is now $38. Okay. But did the NFT appreciate? I don't think so. Because I don't think you could sell it. Uh, that's worth zero. Let's, let's see what the Dirk one is worth. I haven't looked at this in a while because I've been kind of depressed, but let's see. You're hodling it? Yeah, I'm hodling it for Depressed dear life. The Dirk NFT or just life in general, Alec? <laughs> life in general. Yeah, I lost uh, it. Take it out of you. 
Let's see. All right. All right. What do you What do you guys think it is? I I think uh, I paid like what five hundred dollars for it. So what do you guys think it's worth or should be worth? Twenty three dollars. <laughs> Imagine. Five hundred you paid. Yeah. Uh, four twenty. One hundred twenty. Yeah, it's actually a hundred and twelve right now. So that's only down about seventy percent from purchase price. Yeah, it's uh, hey, it's right now is a good time to buy. Actually, guys, if you guys are into it, I might hop in. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> what, can we just talk about that whole space for a sec? How these NFTs are kind of crumbling. I think Gary V is shitting his pants because he was telling everyone to buy them. Um, God, did it did it always seem too good to be true where it's like, hey, buy this fake thing and then sell it for a mansion later? Um, yeah. yeah. I, remember remember that Dwayne Wade card I sold for like $1,200? Now that's $300. Jesus Christ. Buy back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly a fraud from the start. I mean... Yeah, guys like Alec pushing these NFTs. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the new he would. He's the, the number one card. dude. He is the number yeah. one guy. You think NFT spokesperson, it's this dude staying at the nice Dallas hotel, wearing the button up. Uh, is that an Apple Watch? He's the guy who's going to push this shit. Oh, Eric. I'm just curious if he's going to represent himself in court when people are suing him for financial losses. Yeah. Oh, my but. God. <laughs> Invest Invest in your own responsibility. Yeah, Alex, maybe we should start an LLC, man, before before this gets out of hand. Yeah. If any if any of you guys bought a Dirk Nowitzki NFT, um (laughs) I hope you didn't that was don't listen to me. Yeah. I remember you pitching it, but I didn't even take the time to research. I didn't I didn't consider it at all. Yeah. Oh good. Good. You think Garrett did though? Yeah, I mean, Garrett's like sitting on like a house of NFTs, just like, yeah, no, I would hope not. Holy shit. Um, fuck. Well, is it back to just regular stocks then? Is that what people are doing? Are you guys in Bitcoin? Like, what's uh, no, I'm done, man. I'm done. You're hopping out done with crypto completely. No, I'm not, I don't think I'm done with crypto, but I'll eventually buy some Bitcoin when it goes down to like. 16 or so 14k yeah I'm about, I'm about the same but i don't intend to hold it like i think i said this last time i'd trade it if it goes up 10 20 percent to just take the profit and then look to get back in later um it's just so volatile which obviously it could be volatile to the upside you make a ton of money but i'm more risk averse i'm not willing to yeah to risk it going to 100 bucks you know yeah good for you man good for you Alex and I have lost thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. A drive shack fucking killed me. But yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I'm just, hey, I'm just doing regular companies from this point forward. Hey, Alex. Yes. Um, I know we'd like to conclude every episode with a special segment we have. Um, you already know what's coming up. Yes. How's the cameo biz going? What's going on? Tell Jake and I. Well, have so, you been making any cameos? 
So I did one yesterday, and I want, to give, a, I want to give a shout out to Will, who is our really our only true subscriber. Like we have Jake comment from time to time, but he's more of a guest than anything else. He would never listen if we didn't know him personally <laughs> or talk shit about him. Every episode, we do have like one or two people who actually <laughs> watch the show, and uh, yeah, this dude Will was just like. <clears throat> He tried to take this series 63 exam and he was like, the department didn't let me know my appointment was canceled till a day before. Just, I don't know, send me a video talking shit about them. So I just did like a two minute thing, which very dumb. Like normally when you do these cameos, they're like, hey, it's, you know, my aunt's birthday, call her a cunt or whatever. And you just kind of do that. But mm -hmm. um, this one was a little underwhelming, but. 15 bucks. Whoa, you raise your prices then. Dude, I, I need to be 10. I need an OnlyFans for this sort of stuff. But wait, they used to be 10, so now it's 15. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. And did Will feel the need to tip you after uh, you performed after God, you made I, that I, video? I feel so dirty when I just like he tipped <laughs> you. I'm like, it feels like I, you know, jerked them off. It's, it's a good thing. Um but yeah, it was good. Uh, I didn't get the tip though. Um, oh shit! And and let me ask you this: Is the business is the business one still seventy dollars, dude? So Jake, I don't know if you've listened enough to this show, but basically, on you know, <laughs> there's two options. There's like you could pay for a personal one, or there's a business one where I would make a video for like Starbucks or something <laughs> and like say shit. I you know never would happen. <laughs> But the prices, the standard prices are just different, like the audio or how it's set. Um, and so the ones that I do for someone, it's like 10 bucks. And then if 15 I 15 now, 15. And if I were to do it for a company, it would be 70. Okay. I don't know who would pay that. But Alec, that's a running gag where Alec <laughs> is like, are you doing any business ones? Never done a business one, but who knows, maybe Carvana or someone or will pay for one. Yeah, uh, maybe so, I maybe I can get some funds allocated for the Christmas party to the, oh, yes. the cameo. <laughs> Do about ten or twelve of those. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. CFO. <laughs> get it approved by the board first. Yeah. Aren't you the board man? You basically have the board at your fingertips, dude. Uh just to clarify, I'm in financial reporting, so nothing finance yeah. related at all. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a humble and modest CFO, the youngest CFO of a Fortune 100 company, Mr. Jake Schaefer. Clap it up. Clap it up. Um, Alex, should we wrap it up? Episode 41? I think we should wrap it up. Jake, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. You're welcome back anytime, really, if you want to come on. Uh, I enjoy our conversations. When we have that other guest on, I want to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> all right. This was the Dirk Nowitzki episode. Dirk, uh, you know, one of the greats. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. The millions of subscribers online. Love you guys. Keep tuning in. We'll see you for episode 42 next week. Signing off now.